No-name goalie? Are you freaking kidding me? That is not a no-name goalie that almost beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. Not even close to that. How dare you call Lukas Dostal a no-name goaltender? Shame. You know, we'll talk about all that. Play the music. Your Locked On Ducks. Your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for you everydayers. I just came back from Seattle, as you can tell, the Winter Classic. And I come back to no electricity. What the hell? No electricity. So hopefully that'll get fixed tomorrow. But while I have at least a little bit of daylight left and no electricity and it's freaking cold in here, may as well record an episode, right? Because I'm still feeling pissed. I'm feeling so pissed off that in in lieu of goals Thursday, which we won't even talk about the goals right now because they stink right now as well. We'll save goals Thursday for next week or maybe tomorrow if I get power back. Who knows? Maybe I'll get power. Maybe I won't get power. Who freaking knows? But I want to talk about Lukas Dostal because Lukas Dostal was a freaking beast last night. He was phenomenal. Now, I will admit I did not watch this game live because I was flying on a jet plane back from Seattle to SoCal. And I got a little bit delayed leaving the the Pacific Northwest even then because, you know, rain and cold rain. And you know how it goes sometimes. Flights get delayed. Stuff happens. So imagine my surprise when I land and I see the first thing I see. The first thing I see is Lukash Dostal has a franchise record, 55 saves. Immediately, I think, okay, the Ducks won. Lukash Dostal got 55 saves. That's amazing. Then I see the following tweets. What? They freaking lost? They lost to the Maple Leafs in overtime? Are you freaking kidding me? No. Last time Toronto came to town, there was that amazing, epic Dia de los Muertos game that ended in overtime. Ducks won that game. Woo, that's what I thought happened. But Dostal getting 55 saves in a loss tells me that the Ducks did not give him any goal support again. And Dostal tried to save their asses again and tried his hardest and couldn't do it. Yeah, I saw the post game after that. Dostal was pissed. He was absolutely, I mean, he wasn't super pissed, but you could tell at first he was upset. And I do not blame him one bit. He was upset. Ali Lozov tried to play it off in a way where he would at least get some kind of smile thanks to him being called phenomenal, you know, insert synonym here. But at least Ali Lozov made him smile at the end. But Dostal has been incredible throughout most of his career. And he got no goal support again. This is the same story over and over again. This has happened several times throughout his career. It happened in San Diego. It's happening in Anaheim. Let's rewind back. Because this first segment is all about Dostal and all about the quote-unquote no-name goalie. No, F that. He is not a no-name goalie. Let me give you some credentials, shall I? First, Lukas Dostal in the American Hockey League in 2021 was one of the best goaltenders in the American Hockey League. He single-handedly got the goals from the depths to that second round against the Bakersfield Condors. They lost that three-game series to Bakersfield, despite the fact that Dostal was by far the best player in that game. And that was also in a game that featured Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegras. This was also a game where Trevor Zegras, by the way, was one of the first players 
down on the ice by Lukash Dostal, by the way, and giving him a big old hug and saying, you know what, like, you did your best. You did your absolute best, you freaking beast. And he did. This is back in the 2021, whatever Pacific weird playoff they had because of the pandemic, or the panorama as I call it. Yeah, that weird series in Bakersfield. San Diego won game one. They lost game two. They lost game three, both in overtime. And Dostal was brilliant in both those games, especially that game three where he had to make miraculous save after miraculous save because the defense did nothing in front of him. He's used to this. Now we go to the next season, 21-22. Dostal at it again, starting to get some more play, some more national play, still toiling away in San Diego and having a cup of coffee with the Anaheim Ducks. In fact, he made his Ducks debut in January of 2022 that season. Okay, awesome. That was also a not so historically bad, but still pretty bad season for the Ducks. And Dostal had to put up with being the third goalie because Gibby was still number one and Anthony Stolarz was number two. Or actually, no. Yeah, it was Stoli at number two at that point. But Dostal was still a top goalie for the San, for the San Diego goals. And they had a not-so-good season as well. But Dostal still did his best. He still sported a great save percentage. Now let's fast forward to the 22-23 season. Dostal, for some reason, not up with the Ducks yet. They figure, we'll give him one more year in San Diego. We're building, building him up slowly. Okay, so what does Dosti do? He winds up having a fantastic season in the American Hockey League. Not only a fantastic season, but an all-star caliber season, by the way. Dostal was named an all-star in the AHL All-Star Game. And he won the MVP. Lukash Dostal was an MVP in the All-Star Game. Those are some pretty dang good credentials right there. Let's fast forward to this season. Lukash Dostal, a terrific start was named the NHL Rookie of the Month in October. So for you to come in here and say that Lukas Dostal is a no-name goalie that didn't deserve to get that many saves, what the ever-loving crap are you talking about? Lukas Dostal is anything but a no-name goalie. These are the same people, by the way. This is the same media... From the Northeast, and I saw a couple of these tweets about Joy Decord at the Winter Classic. Uh, who? Who's Joy Decord? Uh, Joy Decord nearly led the Firebirds to a Calder Cup last season. But this is about Dostal. Dostal single-handedly tried to get the goals out of the brink. If it wasn't for Dostal, who knows what would have happened. Dostal tried to lead the goals in the playoffs. Against the Ontario Reign. Two years ago. And what happens there? A sweep against the Ontario Reign. That was not Lukas Dostal's fault. Let me repeat that. That two-game sweep was not Dostal's fault. And this is this is freaking ridiculous. I'm trying my best not to curse here. Because I don't want to waste time bleeping myself out. But what the hell? What the hell are these national media people 
saying, oh, he's no name. Oh, he's no name. No, put some respect. Put some damn respect on Lukash Dostal's name. How freaking dare you? 55 saves. A no-name goalie getting 55 saves is ridiculous. Dostal deserves all the praise. And by the way, that is a Ducks record in one game. 55 saves in a loss. Can you imagine how Toronto media would have felt if the Maple Leafs lost that game? This whole podcast would be completely different if the Maple Leafs lost that game, if the Ducks won in overtime. And I'll talk more about that game on the other side. Now a brief word. See, here's the thing. I have no internet. So I'm going to tell you that we're going to talk at first about Sleeper. Now I do know that Sleeper is a great daily fantasy app where you could win up to 100 times your money by making correct predictions on eight player stats like goals, assists, plus minus. If you want to go behind a goalie, you could even pick a guy like Lukas Dostal to go above or below their projected totals of saves. And I bet if you went over on Dostal, you would have won a lot of money. Sleeper is the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network, and it's our best choice for daily fantasy sports. So use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Once again, that's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for locational availability. Plugs aren't working, nothing's working, but you know what? We're just going to press on one take because I got to give my thoughts on last night's game against the Maple Leafs. Now, again, I didn't watch this one live. I watched some, some replays and then I watched the whole game again this morning because it's on replay. Thank you for at least something, Bally Sports. Bally Sports did something right. They still have their replays. So watching this replay take place and watching... The Maple Leafs get shot after shot after shot in the home plate area. What the hell? The Ducks defense was so abysmal during this game that they allowed something like 11 bajillion shots in the home plate area. Okay, maybe not that many, but there was a lot of high danger chance shots. There was a lot of shots in the slot, especially in the high slot. And this is just encompassing a Ducks team that has been plagued with this issue. For the last few seasons. No, not just this season. This is the last few seasons. This game reeked of the remnants of Dallas Eakins all over it. And what I can tell you is the Ducks did get off to a one nothing lead very early on. And watching that play develop, I, I think it was just good, good forechecking on the PK. And this is something that the Ducks need to do all game long. And this is a big reason why I've said for a long time that you got to put certain guys on the penalty kill. I've been saying this for a while. Put guys like Mason McTavish on the penalty kill. I've been saying this for a while. Put guys like Vetrano on the PK. And you know what? It freaking worked. It actually worked. Oh my God. You mean actually putting a good penalty killer that can score goals you mean that actually works what a concept yeah freaking works i've mentioned this several times remember where i've mentioned that mason mctavish was excellent on the pk 
in World Juniors the previous season. Remember, I said this several times. Put this guy on the PK. Put this guy on the PK. Oh my God, it actually worked. Holla freaking Lula. I almost said it, folks. But holla freaking Luya, it actually worked. So that made it one nothing early on. Vetrano scored that goal. Vetrano with the shorty. Yeah. Then it got to the second period and the defense was just collapsing all over the place. This is what got me from zero to pissed off rather quickly. End of the first period, shots poured on. Second period, shots poured on again. At the end of two periods, shots were 33. You ready for this? 33 to 19 in favor of the Maple Leafs. I thought it was bad then. It got worse after that because not only was the penalty killing not starting to not work, the lack of discipline was rearing its ugly head again, but this is not all the fault of the Ducks. I'm going to repeat that. Not all the Ducks' fault. Maybe there was a couple of missed calls or I guess I'm not going to harp on that more than I should because... I don't completely agree with a certain commentator on this one. Yes, he said during the telecast, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but no, okay, I get it. I get that you think that the Ducks are getting hosed on every single call. Yes, the Ducks have been hosed on a couple of calls, but not every single call to the point where you say you're a broken record because some of these penalties, yes, the Ducks committed on themselves. The onus is on them. There was at least one missed call, so I will give that one. But to say that that's the main reason and to say that, oh, the refs are out against the Ducks. Okay, they're not out against the Ducks completely. There are missed calls both ways. There was a couple of calls late in the game that could have gone in the Maple Leafs' favor, and it didn't. So I said, okay, maybe that's a thing. There, are, there is also such, such a thing as makeup calls, by the way. Um, see the World's Junior Championship semifinal game that the U.S. just played against Finland? Yeah, that was a makeup call for sure. So makeup calls, whether you want to admit it or not, yes, they do somehow happen. And yet... It was still a power play for the Maple Leafs towards the end. And that was a power play goal that I'm sure made everybody just scream. Because that was shot number 50-5-0 against Lukas Dostal. John Tavares. Sorry, John Tavares. Got the goal on the power play. 1-1. The Ducks were just six minutes away from completing a 1-0 shutout of the Maple Leafs. And blew that one. Just completely blew it. Then we go to overtime. Overtime pissed me off. Overtime greatly pissed me off. And you know what? I know some of you on the comments have said, why are you praising Zegris enough for? Okay, this is the part of the podcast where I'm not going to praise Zegris at all. In fact, um, this one, I'm putting on Zegris, okay? Because he made a couple of very bad, bad, Bad miss, actually more than a couple bad mistakes in this game. I will start with a big mistake he made in the middle of the game that got himself benched. He was rightfully benched for that. Dostal not only missed an assignment but completely misplayed a puck. Yeah, that was deserved. I hate to say it, but that was deserved. Z deserved to get benched on that one. 
And he deserves to get possibly benched for the following game based on what he did on overtime. So mistake number one happened early in the game in regulation. Mistakes number two and three, out of a million by the way, but the biggest, biggest ones, both happened in overtime. Mistake number two, misplaying a puck. He had control of the puck and no Maple Leaf within 30 feet of him. And he passes the puck to absolutely no one and passes it back to the Maple Leafs while still in the zone. Zegers was behind his own net. Dostal right in front of him. Dostal said something to him. He probably told him, wait for the guys. But no, Z didn't do that. And that leads to mistake number three. On that same shift, Dostal was the one that was guarding Austin Matthews for the first maybe 30 seconds of that shift. Zegris was around Matthews. He even tried to get a stick on Matthews. When Matthews had the puck, he even kind of poked it away for a split second before Matthews gathered the puck again and got it back. But at least Z was trying at that point. But that leads to mistake number three, and this is a big one. Z stopped covering Matthews. He lost his guy, flanked himself right in the middle of the ice. Nobody was covering a wide-open Matthews for the freaking game-winning goal. So as mad as I am about the reporter, who I'm not going to give him the credit for, but the reporter for calling Dostal a no-name, this pissed me off even more. Z, what are you doing? What are you doing? Cover your guy. I know I say let the kids play. But Zegris with a big mistake on that one. And then Mintyakov didn't cover him. So a mistake on both of them. But Mintyakov shouldn't have to cover up for Z's mistake. So I only say a 1% mistake for Minty and a 99% mistake for Trevor Zegris. And Matthews with his 30th goal of the season in only 35 games. Fastest Maple Leaf to do that, by the way. 2-1 victory for the Maple Leafs in Anaheim. This despite the fact that Lukas Dostal got 55 saves. And saved every single one of Matthew's shots except for the last one. And by the way, number of shots he took, you ready for this? Austin Matthews took 13, 13 shots on goal. The Ducks couldn't stop it or what? All right, I'll talk more about this game after the second intermission. Stay locked in. Now a word from FanDuel. Look, we're in the middle of the NHL season. And not only am I hot, but the action is hot on the ice. If you choose FanDuel, the action is hot on the ice with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can get $150 back in bonus bets guaranteed when I think it's a $5 bet. That's $150. So it's really easy to use. They have everything from live stats they have the live lines they have over unders they have parlays they have futures and so much more so visit fanduel.com slash locked on 
to sign up right now. And once again, 150 back in bonus bets guaranteed after your first $5 bet. FanDuel is the official online sports betting partner of the Locked On NHL Network. And please, folks, gamble responsibly. I'm going to continue talking more about last night's game, and I'm still pissed off about it, and I still can't believe that they lost 2-1 to one to the Maple Leafs. And this is the segment where I'm going to go full dangle here, but why? Why leave Austin Matthews open? You know he's going to try to score, right? You know he's got 29 goals, right? Ducks, do you realize that you're leaving one of the best goal scorers in recent memory wide effing open on the right side? Trevor, do you know what you're doing? Okay, Trevor, I get that you know what you're doing, and I will give Trevor some credit. I like that he did apologize to Lukash Dostal after the game. He actually went up to Dosti and said that was my fault. So I'll give Zegris some credit for having the maturity to tell Dostal, yeah, that's my bad. That's my fault. <laughs> Does it make Dostal feel a little bit better? Maybe slightly better, but it only makes him feel slightly better because he's seen this before. This happened in San Diego, by the way, back in 2021. Trevor Zegers, he missed a couple of assignments back then. All the way back then. We're going three years ago now, folks. And Z was doing that with the goals. With Dostal in front of him. And yeah, that was Z's fault then too. And it's his fault again now. But at least he said it was his fault. And I think he realized that he was miked. So I'm not saying that he did that to save face. But, you know, for him to say that, okay, fine, cool. He's probably still going to get, maybe not benched, but I could see him getting dropped down a line as some kind of punishment. I could see that happening. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Maybe I'm talking out of my crazy ears here. Who knows? Maybe I'm freaking freezing in here. (sighs) But that shouldn't have happened. That play absolutely should not have happened. As for Dostal, I actually got a picture of this from the NHL Network earlier today just for this podcast. So the highest goal saved above expected in a single game this season, and this is according to Sport Logic, Lukash Dostal has the third highest, the third highest goal saved above expected in one game this season. Fifth on this list, Mackenzie Blackwood, 4.3, October 14th against the Avs. Kapokakinen. Yeah, big cock right there. November 16th versus the Blues, 4.33. Lukash Dostal, 4.38 against the Leafs. Philip Gustafson, 4.9 October 12th against the Panthers. And then October 21st against the Lightning. Hey, look at that. It's a Maple Leafs goalie. Joseph Vall, 4.91 against the Leafs. Or against the Lightning. For the Leafs, rather. So Dostal, the third best goals save above expected this season. And you're still calling him a no-name? And you're going to stick with that? And you're going to leave that article up? I mean, I'm looking on Twitter. I'm sorry, the site formerly known as Twitter on my phone right now because at least my phone still works. I mean, the internet doesn't mean that 
everything is off, but at least the phone still works. Let, let me see. <laughs> let me see if it's still up. Oh, look at that. It's still up. I will show you right now. Clear as day from the Toronto Sun. Austin Matthews saves the day in OT after no-name goalie vexes the Maple Leafs. Why? Why put that headline up? You know what's only going to piss the fan base off. It's going to piss everybody off, including myself. He's not a no-name goalie. It's stupid. It is just really stupid to have that headline up. When he's won an MVP award in an All-Star game. When he's been a Rookie of the Month in the NHL this season, by the way. When he's got the third best GSAE this season. When it's a franchise record. And you still have the gall to call him a no-name. When he's assuredly going to be a number one goalie. In this league at some point soon. Because it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen in Anaheim. It's going to happen somewhere else. If the Ducks mistreat him. He deserves to be a number one goalie. He deserves his shot in the future. And that's what ticks me off. You know what? I've yelled enough. I'm done. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hopefully I'll get some power back on tomorrow and we'll try to have a show tomorrow. If there is no show tomorrow, you understand why. Because it is freaking cold and there's no power. If there is a show, great, the power works again. But in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. You can email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. You can check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, ad-free on Amazon. We're also on YouTube, so subscribe there. You can also check us out on SiriusXM. Also check out the Locked On Sports Network, the 24-7 streaming network. All right. I'm done yelling. I hope you enjoyed that, folks. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the afternoon. Please remember to be safe out there. Be kind to one another unless you call Lukas Dostal a no-name goalie and Ducks fly together. <laughs>